Suddenly 30 is a podcast by Emily and Lily. We are two friends who thought we would have it all figured out by 30. After ticking all the so-called boxes, getting married, buying a home, becoming mothers and navigating careers, we were suddenly 30 and trying to find ourselves in the messiness of modern womanhood. Suddenly 30 will bring you candid, light-hearted and unfiltered conversations about moving through careers, managing relationships, transitioning into motherhood and everything in between. Oh. You just hit the spot in one Yeah, zip. considering it's a second, two day old. Oh, they're quite second good, day. I say. Mm, I've never done that. You funny that when you said that, I was like thinking about it. I was like, ew, yuck. Like, who would do that? But then. Oh, okay. I, because <laughs> I, like, ew, ew <laughs> yuck. <laughs> who would do that? Okay, well, welcome to today's episode, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. But then when I really thought about it, I'm like, it's just a bit of coffee and milk. It's not like it's heated. It's not like it's a hot coffee that you're yeah, drinking. Yuck, that would be disgusting because the milk has been curdled yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's being, yeah. yeah. Just for a bit more information. Context. A bit more context. Yeah. Lily, I messaged Lily saying, do you want a coffee when I was on the way to hers this morning to record? <laughs> and she said, no, I'm just, I've already got half my coffee from yesterday, so I'm just going to drink it. And that's why I was like, ew. Yuck, yeah, but foul. But it's been Ew. in the fridge. Can I just say, <laughs> yeah. when in and the it fridge, was an ice coffee. and it was an iced coffee. So yeah. I feel like it's just, I get it. it's remained in its same state. Yeah, yeah. Look, you don't have to explain yourself. Well, I do. You <laughs> just ripped me a new one over my bloody decisions with coffee. I'm, you know, that's me being hashtag environmentally friendly. Yeah, yeah. In your plastic cup. It's not. It's well, not. it was, but you just transferred it from the plastic cup into mm. the ceramic mug. Actually, there was something else that made me think about. In, like environmentalists and like people that are just really passionate about like that kind of stuff. I've, anyway, I don't want to go on a, too much of a rant about no, it. No, we've already acknowledged that we're not really like we care about the environment, but we're not we're not environmentalists. I'm no, I'm just a realist about yeah. it. Let's be realistic, yeah. guys. Yeah. And I know I know the argument is like everybody's got to do their piece, but all I, and I agree, I agree with that. But all I'm saying is getting up people's into people's grill mm. about keep cup and a straw isn't doing anything so no. just mind your biz yeah i just think you can't get in anyone's grill about anything, anything. like everybody everybody is trying to do their best here, and here we are on a podcast like trying to tell people things what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> we're like you can't get in people's grill but we're like listen to us every week rant about but we're not shit. in the, we're not in your grill you turn no, no, no. if you want to yeah, i don't yeah, give yeah, a I know, shot I if you but don't. i do i do think that getting in people's grill about things that you are really opinionated or feel really strongly about doesn't make that person change their opinion. No, just stay in your lane. Do yeah. what makes you passionate. Mm. What, what makes feels, you feel good. Yeah, what makes you feel good. And then leave everybody mm. else, okay? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what, why we got – oh, because I went to the one of the tallest buildings in Sydney now Where? last week. Where? Oh, was this where you posted the photo? Someone I know – I don't want to say too much, but someone I know works in one of the tallest yeah. buildings. It's so you went there. to the tallest building in the world? Yeah, I visited the tall- – <laughs> no, not the world, in Sydney. I'm pretty sure it's taller than the Centrepoint Tower. It wow. felt like it was anyway, and I went right up to the top basically. Wow. And all I thought about when I was up there, and I actually said this out loud to the person I was with, I was just like looking at how much – like this building didn't exist, right, mm. like a year ago – and looking at how high we are and how much stuff is in here and all of this has been freshly built. Mm. Fuck my keep cup. I literally yeah. said that when I was up there. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I put a vendetta against keep cups. But yeah. really Do you ever use one? Never. But mm. I used to. But then this is the thing. That Christmas when keep cups became a real thing here, mm. everybody was giving everybody keep cups. So now I've got like five keep cups. Yeah, and, and they're, then they're, 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 they don't even the match point. and they're all dipped. No, but that's all, not the point. No. 
what's the point in having multiple different keep cups? Like everybody out there buying Stanley yeah, cups yeah, and all yeah. this. Oh. Don't you already have a reusable drink bottle? Yeah. That's the whole point that what, you're not what, buying a new what thing. What is the hype with a Stanley cup? It's, what is it's it? It's people who are mentally unwell. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't. No, but like why are people so obsessed? Like at, at Christmas time, I was seeing people on TikTok opening their Stanley cups crying Emily, of happiness. If it's not people, I'm like, Emily, if it's not on. people that are mentally unwell, then what is that? You tell me. <laughs> like crying over a drink yes. bottle. I'm like, cool, it's a drink bottle. I mean, crying because they're grateful that they got a gift that they really wanted. That's fine. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's fine. No, but, that's but not what it was. It was seeing, like, oh my God, I got a yeah, Because there's, there's hysteria around. Yeah, yeah. Around diving over other people and fighting. It's like Boxing Day sales, but every day when the Stanley Cups are restocked, nah. it's foul. Like, absolutely fair. What happened to a good old Frank Green? What happened to just getting one one keep cup or one reusable drink bottle mm. and having that until it's dead? Mm. That's the whole point. Yeah, not having 850. I could honestly just go on about yeah, this. Yeah, I might get a Stanley. Just like, no, just Emily, to, just you've already rile, got a reusable. <laughs> maybe just to rile you up. I might start collecting Stanleys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cancel this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. You know no, what? I used to really that's like not the my name Stanley of... too. Like for oh, a really? Yeah. Boy. That's quite cute, but it, all I can think of is Jade's turtle. Remember, Jade used to have the turtle. Was that called Stanley? No, his name was Stanley. So I've turned off. Uh, yes, yes. You turned off your messages as suggested. Yes, and because I think I suggest this to you in this episode that you, we recorded. Yeah, you do. Sorry, guys. We record just little um breaking down the foot of the wall. That's what they say. <laughs> We already t- we tell them this all the time, oh. but you can tell them again. Anyway, so they- we, re- we record the catch up the day before this episode comes out. So we're recording this on a Monday and you'll be listening to this on the Tuesday. Yeah, but so the bulk tomorrow. of the episode we recorded last week. Yeah, we recorded last week. week. Anyway, but in this episode, Emily talks to me about how she has turned off her messages, notifications, not messenger, like text messages. Yeah, so you get no notifications. You don't get a little number that pops up to say yeah, three, no four, thing. five, no red yeah. thing. So the yeah. only way you know you get a message is if you click on your messages and you can see the new messages there. Yeah, anyway, so I did it last night, but yeah. I have immediately forgotten that I've done it. So I just haven't been checking my <laughs> yeah. messages, at all, which is so nice. I've yeah. just been thinking, God... It's nice and quiet, not being hassled, no things that I feel pressure writing back to, nothing. No. And then on the way to dropping the girls off to kindy this morning, I was like, oh, I wonder if I haven't heard from Emily. Like I'll, I'll yeah. text her. I wonder her. if she's still coming. <laughs> yeah, but I just was like, I'll text her and give her an update. Yeah. And you'd already texted me. Stop it. And I was like, shit. Yeah, you, like, you get used to it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and maybe, I don't know, maybe I check my messages more than what I should because I don't. they're not there. I'm not sure. But the, it's the... What do you mean? Because, like maybe I actually go into my messages on my phone more than more than I would if I didn't have the notifications because I'm like, oh, has anyone messaged me? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I see. I think it's, but the, the, it's only been... It's been less than 24 hours. Yeah. It's been literally 12 hours. You need hours. to give it a chance. But I... But no, I'm, feel, le- I'm leaving it off. But, but the I, feeling you get, the lack of anxiety that yes. I get from that... It's it's way too triggering if I turned it back on yes. now. Well, but I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is I'll get a text message and that leads that's that's my gateway drug. Text mm. my gateway drugs into to social the, media. Yeah. yeah. But also if someone's sending you a text message, they're not typically it's not, it's not urgent. If they need to speak to you, they will call you. So yeah, well I just and I've just told Dan I only really care about it from Dan. I just ha, said ha, if if something's urgent and I'm not responding, just letting you know I've turned off my text messages. Just call me. Call me. Um, um, did you have a good weekend? I did. I, I almost died of heat exhaustion oh yesterday. Oh, my God. And, of course, it was another – I can't. What? You got triggered last time I spoke about this. What? 
I just get really annoyed when there's like a clubby carnival. Oh, oh same. I'm not triggered oh, by that. No, you were like, let them live last no, time. No, I never yeah, said you're that. you're an underground clubby. No, no. No, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know. It's so annoying. Like you only have one day really on the weekend that yeah. it's, it's nice to go to the beach. It's going to sound so spoiled, but whatever. And it just annoys me when there's some kind of carnival on or nippers or whatever. And they just take over every inch of the beach. Yeah. You can't sit you can't anywhere. You sit down. Because they've got there's, all these tents and all these. There's flags. There's running tracks. There's the wading in the water with the swimming yeah. and the. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I just, it doesn't make me feel like they're realising that they're sharing the beach mm. with other people. And mm. it's not the only well, thing it's that's like happening. The, the day that that's on, they have ownership of the beach. But that nobody that's, owns that's it. What, what about. That, that's what they feel. That's what they feel. But it's entitled. Can I just also say something? as well about this that I've met this is probably making me triggered mm. when we're in the depths of lockdown we weren't living where we're living now we were living in a unit closer to the beach and so yeah we we're in a two-bedroom unit with a newborn and you you're only that was at the point you were only allowed to go out for 20 minutes a day for exercise right and but you're not allowed to travel like you know more than five seconds from your house and you're not allowed either. to like sit down anywhere. You're not allowed to sit down nothing it was also a boiling hot day this particular day mm. I've been up all night with the baby and I was like I'm just gonna walk with her in the carrier and go for a walk up and mm. down the beach and just try and get her to sleep and like get some fresh air and be on the beach. Mm. Anyway, for some unknown reason, somehow, despite the lockdowns and the zoning rules and like not having enough people on the beach or what, you know, not too many people on the beach, somehow there was a, a clubby carnival on. You're kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. There was somehow that was on the beach. Right. And so I was walking down a public path to the public beach and two people, two ladies were standing there that were like, managing the space yeah. for the clubby carnival and she said sorry you can't come down here there's a clubby carnival on and i said excuse me and she said y- only people that are part of the carnival can come no. down here and there's zoning rules when i say i lost my mind at this woman i just said excuse me this is a public beach and i am walking down here and going for that a walk on the beach like you do up. not own this beach i can't see my mom my dad i can't have people in my home but you're allowed to catch but you're up allowed every joe blow yeah you're allowed to the... have a carnival no i know this woman didn't make the rules but i was just mm, at my but she's with... enforcing the rules she's enforcing like, the rules not even looking at it like morally like, oh, this is a, like there's a young girl here with a baby she's obviously tired she's going for a walk she's getting fresh air we're in lockdown yeah yeah and obviously she's doesn't know my whole story she's no, just going know, oh only people from the carnival can come in but, here but i was just like no i don't, I don't know what kind of horse you're yeah, on I'm in you think, I'm, I'm in the carnival but why do you think that you get to turn people mm. away like i just did not understand anyway i don't know if this is gonna go in here or not because people might get offended but so when you went to the beach on the weekend yeah like I had to, I, I ended up taking the girls to a different the pool, beach. No, okay. to the pool. Oh, that's what I was the, just going to say. Why, why, uh, if that was me and I pulled up and there was a clubby carnival. Well, we rode our bikes I'd, all the way down because we go, didn't know oh. it was on because they don't notify anybody that these things are on. So you have no yeah, idea. So and we rode our bikes down because it was 38 degrees at 7am mm. and we knew parking was going to be crazy. So we loaded up the bikes, put the girls on the bikes, packed our stuff, packed lunches, packed everything, rode all the way down there, got down there. And just went, we can't, even, there's not even a square inch that no. we can sit on the beach. So then we went to the pool and that was fine. Yes, I just don't understand the, how the rules work. I don't know. I might be alone in thinking like this. I'm, but it uh, no, no, no. Me. It annoys me. Cool. So your weekend was really nice. I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> far out. No, no, no. I, basically, it was nice. I just got annoyed that my <laughs> yeah, 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 beach day was kind of ruined. How was your weekend? It was. You just said it was shit. So. No, 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 it wasn't shit. It was good. <laughs> we just. Like Luke worked on Saturday, so I just had a posy. I actually had so much posy time the last few That's days, nice. and it was so nice. 
and like feeling like my posy cup is mm. full, which was good. But it, yesterday was just so freaking hot and I had my dad's birthday lunch at mm. June's. So we were like sweating our balls off, but it was so <laughs> freaking cute. <laughs> That's going in. It was so cute. So I got married at June's, obviously. Oh my God. I, was, I, I know that, but yeah. I, then I just. It just clicked with you. For some reason, I just had this weird memory. Like I was thinking yesterday, like, oh, what a shame, like Emily couldn't come to my wedding. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I couldn't go to hers. You did. Yeah, I know. But you, as you, I thought that yesterday, you I went, oh, that that was, you- that's so weird that I didn't get to go to a wedding either. And then just when you said my wedding at June's, I was like, yeah, I went. I was there. And I just had the realisation that I was thinking no, yesterday there. that I didn't go. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cute. There was a guy that set up and he was like playing piano and singing. And mm. it was we were, had a later sitting, so there was not many people in the restaurant. And Posey got up on the dance floor and was like full dancing around, That's and it was so honestly the cute. sweetest thing. And I was like, to look, this is so cool!" Like, this, like yeah, awfully. like like she's this, dancing. We had our, at first our wedding dance venue. here, yeah. And she's dancing here now, and she's like going around, going dancing, dancing, oh. and she was so freaking cute. Yeah. And then after we went to lunch, we was like four thirty or something, and then we went down to the pool at Palmy and so set up down there it's till six, me and Luke and Posey till six o'clock just went that's swimming. my favorite thing in the whole world it was so like beautiful. a late night beach session and what's on your wish list oh, i really have so many things mm. oh, it's really bad well, i'm you, not buying do you, anything do you think you have so many things because you're not shopping uh no i think i'm really starting to shop my own wardrobe yes. a lot and like make outfits all the time Good. and that's making it really apparent what i'm actually missing mm. even more which might sound stupid. I feel like I say this all the time. I might sound stupid. It might sound trivial. But yeah, I just, I, I find it really hard to get dressed sometimes because mm. I'm like, oh, I'm just missing this thing. Yeah. You're like, I actually, it's, I actually need it. Like it's I don't, essential. okay. I, this is one. I know it's summer, but I don't own a blazer at mm. all. Like a blazer. That, I feel like blazer. that's just a classic thing mm. that you put with outfits, right? I don't own a mini skirt. Or like mini shorts. Or yeah, something. but how so often would you be wearing mini shirts? Mini shirts. Okay, so if I'm not going to shorts. the beach, mm. or I'm going out to lunch with friends in summer, mm. or I'm doing something that like at work, like I would wear not mini mini, mini. but I would wear like a skirt <laughs> or something. Yes, 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 to yes. work or like not tiny, no, but I would wear, I get I would wear it, I get a short it. skirt to yeah, work, but yeah. not tiny. That's fine. But I don't own one. But yeah, you everything need one. is long or mm. jeans. That mm. my bottoms is long or jeans. So and sometimes things call for shorts or like a shorter thing. Yeah, and I don't skirt. have that. Maybe you need to add these things to your list. They are on my list, and then, but I'm I'm but on then, a spending. But then day. reassess, like reassess. Yes, if I feel like this in another month. Yeah, then, and also yeah. while you're in this process of shopping your wardrobe, keep going and yeah, yeah, u- yeah, utilizing yeah. what's in there mm. because you might actually find at the end of it you're like, oh, I actually can work with what I've got. Yeah, I definitely can make things work, mm. but I ha- I sometimes but get outfits ha- in my but head. I'm, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm, I'm lame, is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. There's a so lot of things on my list. list. Okay, just basic. I want, I need a white button down shirt. Same. I don't own one. So, same. Yeah. And uh, so but I are, used we, to, are we getting targeted to being a, told that this is in no, fashion or something, or is this a genuine No, need? I think a, a white shirt, like a white poplin cotton shirt, is an essential in a wardrobe. I agree. It's like, a, it's like more basic. But why don't I have it? And why haven't yeah. I ever thought well, of having I used, it until now? I, I had one, but. After a wash, after washes, it lost its shape and it was. It's just not the same. I, I like them to be o- like quite oversized, mm. and I like it to be not a really thick the poplin type mm, material. The same, yeah. So mm. I need to buy it today uh, before I put this episode out. But you know how I told you how I got the serve voucher? 
Yes. So I've obviously returned something at Sir three years ago, forgot that I've returned it. And my three, like, because the credit note lasts for three years. Three years later now, I've got this um, an email saying, hey, don't forget your $150 voucher is expiring. Stunning. So now I've got $150 that I need to spend at Sir. Get something. Literally get a ASAP. And, and I was going to buy the bell. I was going to, I was like tossing up. They have a white shirt, really nice, like cotton poplin shirt. I, 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 I actually linked it what, to What, the Nouveau? Oh, no. did you? Dion. Yeah, Dion. Oh, 160. It's on yeah, sale. I know. It's on sale. It's a bargain. Yeah, cute. Well, well what's on your wish list then? That shirt. So my wish list is that shirt. But so so I'm on a spending ban. Same. But the best thing about this voucher is now I can buy something that mm. I actually need. Can someone contact me and tell me I've got a voucher? <laughs> <laughs> so, but if I was if I was shopping, I'm obsessed with your vest, the posse vest. Oh my god! Okay, and I then can't they harp on about no, it enough. I, know. I remember I was arming and ahhing about buying. I know. It. I can't believe you ever did. Imagine if you you would have, I have nothing worn to wear. It to, I would honestly have nothing to wear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that now I've worn it so much. I've, I've worn it. I wear it three times a week. Yeah, it's so nice. But now I've worn it so much since I've had it. Yeah. I've had it a month and I've worn it three times yeah. a week. So cost per wear is zero. Yeah, um, <laughs> is nil. It's nil. I want, the but now I, I want to get the white V-neck. I, I want I, the black V-neck one. Oh no, it's navy. Is it? Yeah, it's navy. Oh, it's a dark, dark navy. No. Yeah, get get my black one. Or do you think V-neck's more your uh, vibe? Mo- I love your black one, but I just thought I I do like a V-neck for some reason. Yeah, I could know. do both. Now I'll reassess. Well, now, I guess you've got the dish one that's in that white shape. Yeah. Mm. I need I need black though because it's get just more black practical. Posse, get the black posse. Maybe I just go traditional black that like it's, you. You will love it. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I want to get the white V-neck. Yeah. Actually, that's on my next wish list. It's the white V-neck posse one because I've worn the black one so much mm. that I feel like you need it. Yeah, I feel like that's my formula of outfits right now. Yeah. Like a little, that kind of top with yeah. jeans, with skirt, with shorts, yeah. with whatever. And so now I'm like, sometimes I want a white version of that. Yeah. Oh, I want it too. But then I wonder if I get the white one, will I just still go for the black, you know? No, because I think the white's nice. You can wear it with like, you could wear it with denim. You yeah. could wear it with, you yeah. could, you okay, could, you, I think you need it. Yeah. You need the white one. Anyway, so that's on my wish list, but I'm on, I told you I'm on a band too. We're on, yeah. Okay. But when, do, when so are we lifting a, the band? This is a self-imposed band that we This is self-imposed. On. We went but, insane last year, as you might've heard in our Yeah. And we actually the, had a friend tell us that we needed to stop shopping. Yeah. Yeah. We did get told and we got, we had an intervention. <sighs> yeah. I think for me, I'm just going to see how long I can go without spending. Oh, boring. I'm going to go really? another month, yeah. One of our friends last year, she did a thing the yeah, whole she year. Did, she, the whole and year. she made it? Uh, I think. We need, a, we need th- to ask her. I, yeah, I need to check in with her about mm. that. Well, I think I would have a nervous breakdown same. if I didn't shop I for the whole I year. I like no. it. I yeah. love it. It's, it's too. It's, it's my hobby. It's my yeah, recreation. I love fashion. It's my, it's my hobby. It's it, my recreation. It is, but I love to go to the shops and try <laughs> yeah. things on. And yeah, it's fun. That and is like, honestly, if I And I like to walk out with the bag in my hand. I think. It gives me such an endorphin rush mm. that if I wasn't shopping, I would either be like going the pokies or a crack out. <laughs> like I'd need oh that endorphin God. rush or oh something God, else. No. Good. All right, let's get into the episode. Okay. Well, that's that's enough of that. <laughs> let's get into the, episode. the rampage. Let's get into today's episode. So in today's episode, we're talking about being better listeners or how we can be better listeners which I feel like is really timely for me. I've had a few things happen in the mm. last few weeks, even with myself personally, that have perhaps made me realise that sometimes I'm not as good of a listener as I hope that I am. And I, I feel like that's something I pride I f- myself on. I feel like on. I'm going to immediately disagree. 
that like, I'm that I'm a bad listener. I'm going to dis like I think you're a good you're a really good listener. Thank but you. But I think you're just insecure about it mm. or you're having anxiety I'm about having it. I'm having anxiety I, about a about few things. Yeah. 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 But I, I, it's something that I'm, I care a lot about. Like I, Same. I want to be a good listener. Mm. And why is this both coming, like this coming up for the both of us at the moment? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. weird. I mean, obviously, it's, it might be coming up, and we're we're thinking about it more because we knew that we were going to have an episode mm. on this specifically. Yeah. I also think as as mums, being a good listener actually sometimes becomes harder because mm. you're oh, constantly, you constantly have, yeah, and you constantly have distractions. Mm. And yeah. stuff on your mind and yeah. busyness. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The other, the thing that happened to me recently was I'd just finished a Pilates class with my mum and the sister and we were standing out the front and my sister and I were talking about something and my mum was standing there talking to her friend about something else and my sister was telling me something but my mum and her friend, I was interested in their conversation. Oh, so, so you're eavesdropping. I literally yeah. was eavesdropping and then to the point where I was eavesdropping and then I was like suddenly in this other conversation and Hannah's like, Emily, Emily. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm literally talking to you and you just are like literally ignoring me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And it was just one of those times where there was a lot going on. We were on the main road. There it's was cars. Lot, yes. It was loud. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened. But yeah, I'm, it's hard to stay grounded yeah. and, and stay where you are. And especially if, if you think there's some like hot gossip or something's yes. happening, you're like, yes. you, your ears just pick up. Uh, yeah. And, and that's I, okay. And I am the queen of eavesdropping. I love eavesdropping. Like, eavesdropping. Eaves. 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 Eaves with a V. Yeah. I love, I love Same. to know. The goss. I love sticky to know beak. I'm a sticky beak. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I've got the stickiest beak. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm the same too, but. You're like a good I'm, listener. No, no, that's not what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm the same. I'm a really good listener. <laughs> no. no, I think I like to eavesdrop and yeah. like hear random things and like being the know about. So I think everybody does. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's I know, a, you a normal help human it. feeling. Yeah. But I think in relation to today's episode, talking about being a better listener, it's specifically in the context of how being a better listener helps to build stronger relationships um, with friends, with family, also be a better support person, be mm. a better partner to your part, your other partner, your other half, um, or like even to your kids or at, at yeah. work. Like this can be applied to everything. It's not necessarily like a really serious topic. Yeah. But you can apply it basically to every relationship or every dynamic in your life. And I think it has a really amazing benefits if you can. And the, and this conversation as well has some very specific actions that you can take to help you be a better listener. Mm. It's not like – and also if you're not a good listener, we don't need to feel – or if you recognise, oh, maybe I'm not the best listener. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you don't care no. about things or you're not, um, you know, if it's like in a work context, you're not smart or you can't be engaged. Like there's there's so many different reasons why you might struggle to like listen yeah. or take something in. And everybody, it's human nature. I think everybody has elements or certain situations that they're in where it's really hard mm. to just listen. And we'll get into those details of why that might be too, I think. Yep. Is there anything else you want to say before I just rambled? No, that was good. That was a, that was a great introduction to the episode. <laughs> I agree. Mm. I feel like it, de- it definitely does have the potential to have a really positive if, – if you, if you can listen actively mm. and responsively and, mm. yeah, I feel like it has the, uh, the potential to have a really big difference mm-hmm. for your relationships and have a positive impact on your relationships. Yeah. And also how you feel leaving conversations as well. Yeah, like there's nothing worse than leaving a social setting or, you know, a conversation with someone 
whether it be a friend or a partner or whatever it is and feeling like you like going over every detail and feeling like oh I feel like I just didn't really listen or validate yeah. their feelings or you know like that's just yeah. an icky feeling that yeah. I just try and avoid as but much it, as but possible. But it's also crappy when you leave a situation when you've been with someone who perhaps isn't a great listener and yes. they they haven't made you feel validated or you feel like you haven't been able to talk mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it goes both ways. Mm. It's like you feel crap if you're not a good listener, but then you also feel crap when you're not listened to. Yes, exactly. So, mm. yeah, I'm sure everybody's had that feeling. So if you've had that feeling, then we should all be endeavouring to be better listeners. Mm. Yeah, and no one's perfect. Like there's going to no. be times when we're really crap or there's going to be times when we don't have time to stop and think like... Well, and also like like we said in a few episodes back when you say you shouldn't ask somebody how are you if you're not ready to hear it, sometimes like there's a time and place to yeah. have a DNM or to be listening. And th- I mean this is one specific example of what it means to be a good mm. listener, but... Sometimes we just don't have the capacity to be like listening intently. And sometimes you just are like in Woolies and you just want to keep moving on. Yeah. And, and you, why Why every time do you go to Woolies do you run into someone and you're like the one time when you're like, I'm just not here to talk to anyone. I'm just that's here. That's why to, I I'm, put my AirPods in yeah, and Sunny's on. I'm one yeah, of those. And head down. Yeah. Yeah. Head, head down. Thumbs and up. I just go, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the, I'm, I just point to my AirPods. Oh, I'm like, I'm on the phone. I'm on, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Now everyone knows that you're just going to be. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Take a, take a leave. So let's start with how to be a better listener when you're having an emotional conversation, whether that be something like about a sensitive topic between you and your partner or with friends or with a parent or with your child, let's mm. say. One of the things that I think is most important when there's an emotional conversation going on, a lot of people immediately like as soon as they hear the first sentence from the other person want to go into fix it mode and how to problem solve and you know if they've had the experience themselves they're like okay they might interrupt about okay this is what we're going to do like they start making an action plan they want to just do that yeah and that feels as the person who's hearing this information Mm. from someone who's emotional or like needs help with something clearly or is sharing something emotional it feels like you're doing the right thing but when you're on the receiving end of that, it can actually feel like you're like not being listened to, mm. being shut down, and also someone's trying to take control of your situation, and yeah. that can feel quite almost dismissive in a way. Yeah, and I in think. Very, really invalidating. Really invalidating. Yeah. And oftentimes when someone is sharing something quite emotional, personal or sensitive, they're not actually looking for solutions. No. They're looking for basically a shoulder to cry They're on. looking for comfort. Yeah, they're, they're looking, looking for, for comfort. They're literally looking for someone who they can pour their heart out to. Yes. Without having to be told what to do. Yeah. Or without they're not they're not looking for someone no, to do. They're fix literally it. looking for a big hug, mm, basically. Yeah. And this is this is something that yeah, like I'm married to a fixer, Mr. Mm. Fix It. He like always wants to fix things and we've had to have lots of conversations where I will say to him, and it's two ways. Mm. I will, you know, want to like pour my heart out about something or I'm feeling quite emotional about something and I'll talk to him about it and he'll immediately start listing off, okay, like these are all the things that we're going to do and like yeah. this is how we're going to fix it and this is what you need to do. And, you know, I've now gotten to a point where I, I say to him and he he is really good at this now where I'm like, hey, like I'm actually not looking for anything to fix. I just want – I all actually all I want you to say is – oh that sucks like yeah. that's so oh my god I'm are you all right like yeah you know do you or, want a hug or um, oh, I'm so I'm so, I'm so sorry so, that you're yeah. going through this yeah this is hard like yeah. tell me more yeah and we can let, let's talk about this yeah and because I also want to say 
at least for me, nine nine to ten times out of ten, mm. I actually know what I need to do to yeah. fix my problem. Like I'm not an idiot. No, but you I just, know I'm not stuck. It's just that I'm actually feeling things about it and I need to talk about them to yes, process them. Yes. So I get I personally get frustrated when someone goes into fix it mode and starts telling me all the things that I need to do to fix it because I'm like, do you not think I know how to fix no. this? Like, you know, it's and I that's my own my own reaction and issue. Like I could work on yeah. that too. But you know, that's so that's kind of the first step is don't go into don't fix, fix it mode. It. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I think the first thing is when somebody comes to you and they're or you're having an emotional conversation, whether it be you've started or they've started it or however it may be, but the validation and just mm-hmm. like thank you I always think say thank you for sharing this with me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here I'm here mm. to listen. Tell yeah. me, tell me. Yeah. How, like how how can yeah. I help you? Yeah. And sometimes they might actually say to you, like I'm I don't I know you can't fix this. Yeah, um, that's that's actually often how these conversations start. The first thing, yeah, the first thing. Wow, the first thing someone might say is, "I there's actually no way to fix this," but yeah. or "I know you can't fix this," but yeah. So they're already preempting that someone yeah. is going to fix it, and yeah. na- maybe now that we've kind of said this, and you might notice that in conversations with people in mm. your life when someone's coming to you to share something. A lot of the times they they preface the conversation with something like that, yeah. and that's because we're so used to having people around us yeah. that want to fix things. It's only natural, yeah. of course. You totally. want to like take something away, but I think that's one thing that if you're listening to someone have a conversation or to share something with you, and you start feeling yourself in your mind going through all the situations of oh, this is what we can do, mm. just bite your tongue. Yeah, just give them a minute. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to say to the person. You might not want to hear this. I know you might not want to hear this, but it, everything will be okay. Or don't worry about it. As someone who's in an emotional situation, or they, they clearly are worrying. Yeah, about they're worrying it. about it. Yeah. And you saying to them, "Don't worry about this," or mm. "Everything will be fine." While it feels good for you to say that in their head, it actually doesn't help. Like it, no, it's it does. It doesn't because help they, they're already not feeling fine. No, yeah. and if anything, that sort of gives them the opportunity to close off and be like, okay, it's everything will be fine then I won't talk to you or, about it. Or alternatively it makes them go, oh, there's something wrong with me for worrying yes. about this when everybody yes. around me is telling me that I don't need to worry about it yeah. and it's going to be fine. But yeah. why am I feeling this way then? Yeah, so as yeah. a listener, if you're going into it saying – you might not want to hear this or you're thinking, oh, they might not want to hear this. It's probably not what they want to yeah, hear. Yeah. So don't just say it out it. loud. Yeah. <laughs> just sip it. I think the other thing, the other way to approach conversations like this, everybody experiences emotions and reacts to mm. emotions and metabolizes things very differently. It doesn't mean there's a right way or a wrong way. As a self-recognized drama queen, mm. like um, <laughs> In, I don't, I don't yeah, like th- there's, there has been a, like common thing of mm. people saying, oh, they're like drama queen or like they, you know, it's very dramaful or like you have very big emotions, things like that. Mm. I've had to kind of tell people around me, yeah, I, I know I react to things strongly. Yes. I know I have big emotions. That's definitely something I can work on or I know that, you know, I'm a quote unquote drama queen. I don't believe I am. I don't, you're not a drama no. queen. But regardless of whether or not somebody else thinks that, it's over the top or Mm. unwarranted, it's still a real feeling for that person. Yes. So 
you can tell someone to the cows come home that they're being over the top or like reacting a bit too much for what the situation is. But that is a very, it's still real for them. It's still feeling the exact same way about it. So that again is a very invalidating invalidating. feeling. Yes. So even if you're talking to somebody and they're sharing something with you that you might, you might be thinking, I would never like think this is that much Mm. of a big deal or this isn't like, you know, something that I would react this way to come at it from a place of having empathy or thinking, okay, regardless of how I feel about this, that person is having those real feelings very clearly. They feel this way about it. Mm. And so it's not my, it's not my place to judge whether or not that's correct. It's just is what it is. And no one's perfect at this. Like I'm not perfect at it myself, but yeah, lead from a place of empathy. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. With while still listening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of the other other things that I think is really important when you're having an emotional conversation, I think when you're listening, it's really easy to go straight into like, oh, what happened? I I, I know a time when this happened to me or something mm. similar had to happen to me and want to share your story with the other person, which can be absolutely okay to share your story because it makes them – it can make the other person feel – less alone yeah, and it's a moment understood. of connection it's a moment yeah. of connection of course but I think before you get to that point of saying oh I know a time when that happened to me or oh yeah one time my kid did that or oh, my husband and I like mm. before you take it back to yourself listen first mm. and then and give them the opportunity to share and then I think thanking them for sharing with you and then and then saying I, I understand where you're coming from. I've experienced something similar mm. and this is what happened for me. Mm-hmm. But before before you get to that point, listen first. Yeah, listen let them first. finish. Let yeah, them, let yeah. them finish. Yeah. Um, and and I, think, I think that's part of like the people wanting to fix things as well. Like people absolutely. immediately want to share their story and how it all worked out in the end. Yeah. And that's another version of someone wanting to fix. Yes. Oh, Which is know. a normal reaction. Totally like, normal. I, I, I can think of times where I've been in situations where someone's sharing something and you're like, sometimes I'm like, get nervous to hear what they're going to say. Yeah, like this is feeling it is, like it's, it's triggering me. Like I feel off about this. This is freaking me out or whatever it is. And yeah. so then you immediately want to jump into fixing and, mode and to or shut it down share, yeah yeah shut it down mode or share your experience mode or whatever it is because it's impacting you yeah and but that, that's part okay of too. being a good listener is being able to just sit and nod and give eye contact and just like and show separate that you're yourself there. a little bit yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and know that the person that's talking to you is talking to you about this or the conversation is happening for good reason like they're yeah. not they're opening up to you or you're having a deep conversation about it because it's important it's important to that person Mm, exactly Mm. yeah and I guess it comes down to like if you are feeling like you're you don't know how to get out of fix it mode or you don't know how to you know like sit in a bit of empathy or just like let someone finish their story Mm. I think it's important to practice in the moment like those mindfulness tips that we said like if you're feeling really triggered when someone's telling you something this is like I feel like we're talking about some really heavy topics but sometimes when you're just someone's sharing that they've had a bit of a tough day and it's a random yeah. tough day people yeah. still do this so this isn't necessarily like really deep hectic no, topics it can just be like any old topic like, I had the worst day today my kid wouldn't stop crying yeah, and but yeah. like or I was in I, traffic and then blah blah someone cut me off like yeah. I, I have people in my life when I'm sharing like little tidbitty mm. minute details mm. that I feel like they try and completely fi- trying to fix it fix it like you know, or just mm. or just try and like make it go away. Yeah, and that's I recognize that that's 
that they're being triggered by yeah. my emotions and feelings. Yeah. So then that's okay if they want to have boundaries yeah. about certain things or but they also need to be mindful that like you can't go yeah. through life not having people share like their experiences. No, of course. Day. But sometimes you literally just want someone like if you're having a whinge about the traffic and someone cutting you off, sometimes you just want someone to be like, oh, that's so annoying. Like, you just want someone to literally just say, yeah, that's actually so annoying. I think it's a really about it's responding with empathy mm-hmm. to un- like to, to help you to understand help you process how they're your own feeling. situation. Like yeah. you can hear their distress. You can hear it's a lot for them. But you need to understand where they're coming from without taking it on as your own problem. What about just like listening, if we're talking about good listening in just general situations, like just a day-to-day conversation that you're having with someone. Let's have a, t- let's chat about how you can be a better listener. Not about, you. About, about like any positive just, things. Yeah. 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 Just like day-to-day. Because um, I feel like there's things you can do just in your day-to-day, like catch up for a coffee with a friend or even like sometimes I find when I'm on FaceTime, like mm-hmm. so obviously. Oh my that, God. That, FaceTime is the queen of distractions. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And you can tell when you're when you're on FaceTime to someone, you can tell if they're on the phone to you, they've got the phone in front of their face, but they're looking at other things. Yeah, yeah they're scrolling. <laughs> and it's actually it's actually if you're having a proper conversation with someone, it mm. actually feels shit. It feels shit. I always when I notice that I just go, All right, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Same, I just cut it same. off because I'm like, I'm not gonna sit on no, here. Like it's fine. And no. you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. To- and it's totally. good because then the person might be like, Oh my god, sorry. But it's also up to that person to say to you hey, I'm actually really busy at the moment. Can we can we call later? Can we FaceTime later? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I can't actually talk to you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not even just having the phone itself as the distraction. It's then the information that comes to you from the phone. You yes. actually start thinking about that so you can't be present. And, and you we're become all disengaged. This. Like it's 2024. We have phones, iPads, AirPods, kids, like cafes. I so know. this is another thing. So if you do have your phone out, when you're talking to someone. Face it down. Face it down because if something's important, if you've got kids and something's important, your phone will go off. Do we your feel phone like people know this? Like, do we feel like this is just common sense? I don't think it is. Because I maybe th- it's not. No. Maybe it is common sense, but it's not commonplace. Like people don't yes, actively do yes, it. Yes, that's what it, people know that it's not the right mm. thing to do, but it's it's people aren't do, people like if you look at a, a group of girls or a couple sitting oh, at a cafe at least one person they're literally on, the phone. on their phone yeah, yeah. yeah but one thing i do the other day one of my friends picked me up and i had to do something for the podcast on my phone mm. and i was like hey sorry before we start chatting i really just need to do this yeah, give me a minute and yeah. then i'm all yours I'm, yeah because I because I th- if I had got in the car and I had just been trying to do that and you're, you're neither not, here nor there you're ne- yeah, yeah you're doing yeah. the and you're then doing you the feel podcast like, thing shit and you're not being you a good feel like you're not listening properly yeah, yeah. so I think yeah recognizing at the times when there are times of course where you have to pick up your phone mm. and do something when you're around other people but acknowledging it yeah. rather than just sitting on it and but I would say that scrolling it, it never needs no, to happen when you're around people no <laughs> no even I find sometimes when I'm with Posey. Like obviously she doesn't care. She's not res- like she's not telling me, "Hey, you're a shit listener, mum." I'm trying to talk Sloan to you. Does. Yeah, <laughs> Sloane's at a good age for that. Yeah. But you, I'm I'm conscious of what I'm doing in front of her mm. because I'm like, I don't get that many hours of my day with no. her. Why would I? Why would I sit there and scroll? I've really felt that recently. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So distractions. Namely, phone, phone, yeah, get them out of your life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, out of just your life. one thing I do do, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but on my phone, I I do get notifications from Instagram, but I don't. I and I my phone rings obviously yeah. if someone. But if I if someone sends me a text message, I don't get a notification. 
I you don't just go it, in and check. Yeah, I'd also back. don't even get on my for when I go onto my home screen. If I had a message, it doesn't say like one message or five messages. The only way I know I've got a message is if I click on messages. I and do to that. people I'm doing that right. People now. I tell this to, they literally wig out about it. They're like, what the hell? But it honestly is the best thing I've ever done for engagement when I'm talking to someone. I'm doing it right now. Sorry, I'm not looking at you, but I'm literally doing it right now. And also, but can you keep it on? Like, I want to keep it on for Dan. There is a way you can silence all and like turn his on. I'll help you do it after. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're not doing it now. Um, But yes, there is a way you can make it so that just their messages come through. Yeah. Um, But it's honestly the best. It's the best thing I've ever done. And because I actually get, if I see the the number one there, or if I I see the number, I get anxiety. And if I hear if I hear Luke's phone go off, I'm like, oh, can you put that on silent? I just the the. It, it's anxiety We need to take a, a, um, a leaf out of, you know, Julia Fox? No. She used to date Kanye, remember? when? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does she, she do? She has every single notification, including calls, off no. on her phone. <laughs> she says that she just chooses when she wants to answer her yeah. phone, not the other way around. Yeah, right. And I was like, that's quite extreme, but... It, I really it inspired you couldn't me. Do, a you bit. definitely couldn't do the the. What well, I need but calls on for kindy and stuff. Stop. But it's honestly I'm the best. So the only way you know you've got messages is if you go into the messages and then and they've dots. got the little blue dots. dots. It's honestly. It's. I think I need to do it because it. it I'm really bad. Like. Um, oh. All right. How else can we be good listeners? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think another big thing is if you're if you do want to help someone. Mm. You almost need to help, like, and this is a therapy technique. Mm. Therapists, I mean, most therapists that I've worked with, they never, you never dump your problems on them and like say all this stuff. And then they don't go, right, this is what we're going to do. A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D. Unless there is really something like abusive going on and there needs to be an action plan, like blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, they will ask questions back to you to help you intellectually come to the to the conclusion yes. yourself and it might take months years mm. one session depends what it is but but that's really empowering yes. it's really empowering to actually say back to someone what do you feel about that or what do you think you could do about that because it actually makes the person feel like they're coming up with the solution and they need to self-reflect yes and they need yeah. to be that's self-aware my favorite favorite thing to do i used yes. to do it a lot when i worked as a private practice dietitian mm. i would always rather than me saying at the end of the session, rather than saying to the person, "This is what these are all the things you're going to walk away and do," I'd say, "Okay, what are the things that you're going to do this week, like yeah. for yourself?" Yeah, and they're coming up with it. So no one wants to be told what to do. I hate no. being told what to do. Yeah, like you just no. So letting the other person actually come up with the ideas themselves. Mm, exactly, love it. And then I think that also when you're having a conversation with someone comes across as if you're you are listening because when you're asking questions to them like okay well you know you're feeling xyz about this what do you think you can do to Mm. help change that or what do you think you can do to stop that happening next time or you know what what can you do to help cope with this a little bit better is there any things that when this has happened before, this is my favorite one. Yeah. Has this happened in the past? And if it's happened in the past, how did it work out then? Yeah. And what things helped you when, when what you things felt helped like you this then? last yes. time? What, what helped yeah. you in those situations? Because that can help the person recognize that, oh, like this isn't the end of the world. Mm. Um, this has happened before and I survived and I was okay. Or, mm. you know, like I, I managed just fine or things worked out in the end. Yeah. So more than likely it's going to work out again. So, yeah, asking those like reflective Reflect- questions. Yeah. Also to show that you are listening to the person so mm-hmm. if someone tells you something and then 
even this this can be not in an emotional sense. Mm. This is just like any day to day. Yeah. Actually reflecting back what they're saying. Oh, like you want to get a new job. Oh, cool. So you're looking for something in this. Mm. Like actually time it shows that you've shows listened. What you're listening. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And you actually and, you have to actively listen to me. And you can and I think this is a good they're good techniques to use when you're having work conversations too. If well, someone yes, this when, if, a, if someone's telling you something at work and you're listening to them but you're also trying to understand what they're saying and you might not understand it really clearly, saying that to them gives them the opportunity to then clarify if you're not on the right page. Yes, So reflecting exactly. back what they're saying allows you to actually yep, make yep. clarification and ensure that you're walking away from the meeting or from the conversation with the right Exactly. information or next steps yeah. i think that's that's one point that i wanted to say as well about at work people often get insecure or nervous about asking questions when they're in a room full of people talking mm. about a topic or talking to someone even one-on-one about something and they're like wait yeah. i have no idea what this person's talking about and so people get nervous about asking the questions but actually you can't actively listen no and take in information and action something and move on at work if you haven't understood it so yeah don't be afraid to ask the question. And most of the time, if someone's talking to you and you don't even know what they're talking about, but you're too afraid to ask the question, you're distracted thinking, holy fuck, I don't know what I'm talking about. Who am I? Why am I in this job? Oh, my God. Yep. Like you can just totally spiral yep. and start to feel like an imposter. So asking questions when you're the person that is not mm. sure is important too because then you can engage like engage in the conversation where you're at say hey i actually don't know what you're talking about can you clarify and then you're present right in the moment you can reach a mutual understanding and then move forward with whatever the Mm. conversation is but it's really hard to actively listen when you're distracted thinking i have no idea what this person's talking about and what i'm what's being asked to me yeah and it's also really hard to actively listen when you're thinking when you're when your brain's in overpower going how am i going to ask this what am i going to do yes exactly yeah don't be present in the what the person is saying and taking that Mm. in don't be in your head planning the next thing that you're actually going to say Mm. it's got me thinking more and i feel like this is really timely for me i feel like i needed to be reminded about what it means to be a good listener mm. and also what are the things that I can actually do mm. because I don't want to I I don't want to be a bad listener and I know I know, I know. deep down I'm not I you're know not, that I'm I know you're I'm good. an engaging my experience with you is is that you're a good listener thank you my experience with you is also good listening thanks um, but but I'm picking up on things as a I think probably as a mum when I have eight trillion things going on in my head that are making me feel like maybe I'm sometimes a bad listener you know what I've I'm realizing is that I feel like I'm a bad listener when I answer a phone call or hang out with someone and I have my kids with me. Yeah. And they don't necessarily have kids or they do but the kids are acting differently that day. Yeah. And I feel like I'm trying to manage too many things and mm. like my kids are going burke on the background. I'm trying to cook dinner and then I'm trying to catch up with someone. I think I just need to be better at going, you know, I'm actually just not. And I, I've no. tried to start doing this. I don't answer my phone to anyone no. in the evening. Like once I pick up my kids from daycare, goodbye. That's, I'm not talking to anyone until time. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Because I used to like try and catch up with my sister, catch up with my mom, catch up with a friend, like on the phone. That used to be my like chatting time yeah, and catching up with much. people. And I can't. I've, I feel like I'm a shit listener. I get off the phone or I need to go midway through the call because someone's having a meltdown. Mm. Um, or I'm trying to do too many things and I get overwhelmed. The conversation just goes to shit. Yeah. 
and then I get off and I go, that was crap and I feel like a crap sister, yeah, you know, yeah. daughter, friend, friend, whatever. Yeah. And so having better boundaries around when you actually engage in catch-up conversations yes. and making sure that, like, the environment is prepped is something yeah, that totally. I really want to do more of. Yeah. I have a friend who doesn't live here anymore but she's really good at saying, like, hey, do you want to do you want to FaceTime tomorrow at lunchtime? Mm. Like, she'll yeah. actually set a time – yeah, she's really good at like locking things in, and it can feel weird locking that in with someone. I mean, like, just but then call me like but randomly, but actually yeah, no. but it's actually sometimes mm. those random calls on a whim don't work. So it never locking works in for the me, time, ever. Yeah, yeah, locking in a time is actually a good thing, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, love it. Don't do eight trillion things at once. I guess yeah, is I think the other that's, thing. it's that's very a, hard to do yeah. that in today's day and age, isn't mm. it? But yeah. We need to figure it out. Yeah, I know. How do okay. we figure it out? Well, I hope we. I hope. I this. hope we help you. I hope you listened to everything we said. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we're not we're not experts at all. These I'm are just some things no. that we've we've tried to do no, ourselves. We're striving to be good listeners, but we're definitely not all the way there. And I'm yeah. sure we'll get better. And send us a DM if you have any other tips on how to be a good listener. Or actually, I also want to hear what your pet peeves are. Yes, when yes, it comes to listening listeners. versus not listening. Yeah. yeah, and I think it would be a good exercise to understand like when people feel like. They haven't been listened to. Like, what does that look like? Just so yeah. that you and I can yes. go, okay, let's avoid that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be bad listeners. Yeah, we're, we're just going to spiral about it for yeah. the rest we're of the We're here for you. Yeah, now I'm going to have the worst day. The day? Yeah. Why? Because all I'm going to be doing is thinking about whether I'm a good listener or not. You are. No, I'm joking. I'll tell you you are right now. Thanks, darling. You're all a right. good listener too. Thanks. All right, we will nice. see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Suddenly 30. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at suddenly30pod to stay up to date with behind the scenes, what we've been up to and future episodes. We'll We'll see see you you next week. week.